Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hello Australia, welcome to My Millennial Money. I'm Glenn James and this guy is... John Pigeon. Now, we are doing this episode for those who might be new to the podcast, for those who might not own their own home yet, and for those who might be a bit younger and are starting to look to ways to save for a home deposit. So, I thought we would jump on, do a little bonus episode and just uh, give you some encouragement Mm. and we'll go from there. Now, this episode is brought to you by Get invested my book what's it called <laughs> sort your money out and get invested is that uh, what it's called it is sort your money out and get invested there's a link in the show note if you want to buy that i've got my eight steps to buying a property in that book and we go into detail those eight steps will cover uh whether you're buying your first home to live in or your first home as an investment property so uh grab a book grab a couple and uh you won't be disappointed i can guarantee that let's do this all right Okay, so what I wanted to do with John was play a bit of uh, ping pong uh, and, you know, we wrote four points down each and we could almost do this debate style, but we're on the same page, so it'd be a (laughs) weird debate. It'd be like debating with the mirror at home. Confirmation bias. Yeah, so John, I'm a uh, a gentleman, so I'll let you go first, maybe with your first point, then we'll come across to my first point. So how are we saving for our first home deposit? Look, if we've got the choice, I think my first one is stay at home. Uh, free vest or give parents or mum or dad or whoever you're living with some, some token rent, but it's going to be definitely a lot cheaper than being out on your own and, and renting with, with friends, etc. Because I know we want to do that. We want our independence and I, and I get all that. But if we're early 20s and we've got the ability to stay at home, in, in some cases, Glenn, I've got clients that have saved... 30 to 40 grand in those years because they've stayed at home um, and they wouldn't have been able to save that if they weren't um, living at home with the lower running costs of their life and it's amazing how many little things add up when you're actually living out on your own as as you and I both know. Yeah and it's kind of funny because there are people listening who might be 20 and living out of home already and can't go home for either geographical reasons yep. or weird family reasons or you know there could have been some abuse there or a variety mm. of situations that are of no fault of their own no. and that's why we just have to I guess when we are talking about this stuff number one have grace for people because we're not all on the same page we're not all at the same stage and particularly if you are saving and you do have more money saved compared to a friend or a family member also saving for a home deposit Mm. you know i think we just need to also understand that not everyone is like you and just have grace for people and just always you know encourage them yeah 
No, totally. And uh, as you say that, I'm thinking of my nephew, Jack. He's, mm. a, he's a good young lad. Mm. He's at uni at the moment and he's got no choice because it's two hours away from home. So he has to rent, but he's renting with four of his mates. Right, so that's bringing the cost down to almost zero when there's five of you living in a two-bedder or wherever it is. But <laughs> I could just imagine that bloody rent share house. Correct, oh. yeah. So you've got to be strategic when you're putting in an application. But yeah, absolutely appreciate everyone's situation. But just if it is an option, you've got to deeply consider it. Mm. What's your number one in no order? Yeah, I think, you know... Once you've resolved that you would like to be a property owner, and I guess, you know, we are talking about saving for your first home, I think it's, you might not be 100% resolved whether it is a home to live in or an investment property. So, maybe we do retweak this, John, to be a saving for our first property. Okay. Now, I think, you know, if you are listening to this, because I don't suspect everyone who listens to this episode will have a home. So, I'm talking to you that doesn't have a home right now. You've arrived at a point where you are actually ready to get serious and to go, you know what? I do want to save for a home. I've seen my cousins do it. I've seen friends do it. I've heard people on the, you know, My Millennial Property podcast or, you know, this podcast, you know, and they're well and truly under 25. They're well and truly under 30 Mm. and they have saved for their first home. I think I'm ready to start that. Yeah. And what I'm saying is you're standing at the bottom of Mount Everest and you're not going to get, you're not even going to get to base camp in one session, are you? Do you know, how long does it take to get to base camp? But anyway, uh, yeah, go with me. You'll get there if you okay. get enough. Yeah. So, <laughs> all I'm saying is we're not, you know, you might have to do some bloody training at Mount Kilimanjaro first before you go to Everest. So, yeah. We need to know that you've just, where I'm going is I want you once you've made a decision to be encouraged and plugged in to this process because it's not worth being flippant about this because the people who have saved their home deposit have drawn the line in the sand, have said, no, I'm doing this. Mm. It's not in and out, oh, sometimes I save, sometimes I don't. It is a, I am plugged in. I'm listening to every episode of My Millennial Property because for the next 12 months, for the next two years, my reason for living financially is to save for that deposit. Yeah. So, you're saying, in in short, treat this thing seriously. I'm saying treat it seriously. Mm. That's what I'm saying, John. Cool. So oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What's your next point? Well, um, it's it's very, I suppose, straightforward for you and I and, and for a lot of people that are adults in this world, but uh, you've just got to not enter into any bad debt that's going to affect um, A, your ability to save and B, uh, your ability for the banks to lend you money, right? So that bad debt, as we know, uh, personal loans, car loans, credit cards, anything that's not income producing essentially. So just got to remove it, don't enter into it from from the start. And if you have got it now, quickly eradicate it. Don't worry about your savings for the minute, just just get rid of it. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. What's your second? Yeah, my next one, um, and I will bring it up because it was the fourth in my list, 
but it's actually to if you've got hex or help there, just forget that at the moment. Yep. Like don't don't even worry about it because later on when you go and speak to a mortgage broker, in terms of your hex or help debt, they actually don't say, Oh, you've got thirty five thousand dollars in hex or help. Well you can't borrow an extra hundred and twenty grand. Yeah. They don't care if you're um you know, your hex is a million dollars or five thousand dollars, the way that the banks and lenders assess the hex and help debt is in terms of the servicing, how much of your income is going to that debt. So forget hex debt, uh, but also kind of following up from John's point, your reason for living financially before you start saving for your home deposit is to get rid of all that consumer debt. Mm. Sure, forget the car, that's fine. But realistically, you've got, like if you've got five grand saved right now for your starter home fund, and you've got $5,000 in a personal loan from a holiday three years ago or a lounge or something that you bought, it's time to just get rid of that, that yep. debt. Wipe yep. your five grand out, you know, on top of your little starter emergency fund or whatever. And then we're starting to build the home because it just makes no sense to have consumer debt and savings in the bank. Yeah. No sense whatsoever. I will say on the car situation... Um, In the book, I actually kind of said, look, if you do have cash savings and a car uh, and you are at the pointy end of, you know, wanting to buy a home and speaking with your broker, just speak to your mortgage broker first Mm. before you just wipe out that car debt because it might be more advantageous to have that cash savings and the car loan to get the mortgage as opposed to wiping out, you know, 20 grand of your cash. Um, to get yeah, that car loan. So, totally. But I, I don't want to, you know, go down that road yet. But yeah, forget the hex or help debt and clean up your other debt. Yeah. And if you're sitting there saying, well, I need a car soon because now I've got a job or whatever, it's your last resort to get a loan, mm. right? You know you've, you've got to get from A to B, but other alternatives in the interim, can I get public transport? Can I borrow from the bank of mum and dad? Um, but ideally, we've got cash there ready for that car and we don't need the the $30,000 Audi. We can get a $3,000 Hyundai. <laughs> or a Corolla. Corolla. Yeah. What's your number next three. point, John? Yeah. So, I've said uh, number three is daily decisions count. Mm. Now, we just... It's those small wins. It's it's brushing our teeth every day to make sure our, our, our teeth are maintained and we don't have rotting, falling out teeth. No different with our money. Every time we open our wallet or pull a card out, are we are we spending for the sake of spending or do we actually need something? Are we are we it's a it's a basically a, a reward system where we say, for me not uh, buying something discretionally today means that I'm going to get a long-term outcome sooner rather than later. And that's uh, every... We're probably making 10 or 12 of these decisions a day, I would have thought. Mm. And those little decisions turn into big outcomes. It's actually fascinating, John, because, you know, we really didn't compare our short, you know, four points each. Uh, but if for what it's worth for those listening, there's actually nothing new under the sun. No. Like... There's not going to be a personal finance person that's going to have this magical cookie thing that you mm. eat and you feel good and the room's spinning. Like, there's no magic mushroom um, for saving money. No. Like, the, all these principles are the same and they've been the same forevermore mm. and they will be the same forevermore. Yeah. So, my third point, John, is sacrifice. Like, you know, we've just been through the Olympics. We're... Mm 
probably by the time people are listening to this just through or almost at the end of the Paralympics, like nothing of significance has generally been achieved without some type of sacrifice. Mm. So, what I want you to do is get a pen and paper, write down, you know, five things that you always love doing. And it could be, I love eating breakfast out every day. I love getting a a coffee uh, every afternoon. I love whatever, I don't know, what do you do that you like spending money on? Uh, Look, it's coffee and bikes. Yeah. And a lot of this stuff's going to be food and eating out for a lot of us listening. Yeah. Like it could be, I love going to like um, festivals when they come back. So, if you wrote five things down that regularly occur in your life, like what can you take the scalpel to? Yeah. So, write five things down, write how much you spend each week or each month or each year or whatever it is on those items and then go, well, I want to have a freaking life because I'm not the personality to you know, do nothing and, you know, have a boring life. I think there needs to be balance in our life. Mm. So, if you did write five things down that you love doing, okay, if you got the scalpel out and scalpeled three of them, what two would you want to remain? Yeah. And instead of, you know, I buy coffee every afternoon, you know, the three o'clock slump at the office or whatever that is, maybe it's like, okay, I'll just do the coffee on Thursday afternoons. So it's not yeah. all or nothing. No, that's right. And 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 there may be a lot of people listening to this right now saying, "Well, that's easier said than done, Glenn." Because it, but it is easier said than done. Well, I know, that's, but this is the sacrifice thing, right? But the peer pressure and the egos mm. take control, don't they? It's mm. like, oh, my friends are going out for coffee or lunch or whatever. I don't want to miss out on that. So uh, I think you can embrace it by saying, well, you know what? Tell your friends that, hang on, I'm saving for a house. I'm going to do this once a week and that's all. Mm. Um, or even better, they join you on that ride and, and they're going to do that as well. You're a sneaky bastard, aren't you? I can't read upside down, mate. I just wrote down, don't do it alone. Right. Exactly. There you go. As you said, Great again, mind. like you, we, there is nothing new, everyone. Like, can you find someone that, you know, oh, you want to buy a house? Yeah. Or, and it doesn't have to be a house. Someone could be yeah. saving for a new mountain bike or yeah. sup, um, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a slip of the thumb. <laughs> no. I was, I was trying to think, how do I make that work? But a stand-up paddleboard, um, whatever that is, yes. it could be like, hey, do you have any goals that you're saving towards? Yes. Do you want to sacrifice our Monday to Wednesday afternoon coffee together mm. and we'll, you know, I don't know, have some yeah. instant topsoil in the office? I That's don't know. Right. And, and, and so many people reach out and say, well, it's, it's not, um, we don't talk about all that in our friend circles. It's like, mm. well, okay, well, you, you be the one to bring it up and, and um, drop your ego and just tell them. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Like. No one cares about what you do. No. And at the end of the day, yeah, no one actually cares about anything. Like mm. you all go at home tonight, you're laying in your bed. No one's thinking about what you've done. No, no. one actually cares. Like mm. it's just we've got to get out of our own head. Yeah. And I think it's a positive if someone talks about me. Mm. Means I'm doing something. You're doing something good or something bad. <laughs> if right. someone's talking about you or gossiping, usually yeah. it's not good. We no. gossip. But, um, but what can you sacrifice? What can you say? Yeah you know what, I'm going to delay pleasure, delay gratification. Yes. And I think you'll be very, very surprised. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. 
If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com. Click get help and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. John, your fourth point. What have you got for like something to encourage people with saving for a first property? He's writing over there, everyone. <laughs> I'm, doing some, I'm doing some calcs. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, my fourth and final, and, and as we said, no, no particular order, it's reverse engineering the process. So, we need to set ourselves a goal. So, if it's a, to run a marathon in 12 months, we, that's our date. We've got it locked in. We're doing the same with a property. To buy a home, whether to live in or investment, we need to find out what we need, and that's the deposit. Right, So we need to include our 10% as a deposit if that's what we're coming in with, plus your stamp duties, a couple of grand for legals, etc. So we might bring ourselves to a 50k uh, ambition. That's the amount we need. And we say, look, realistically, we can save 12 grand a year. That's $1,000 a month. So that's $250 a week, roughly. Uh, and we're going to achieve that goal in four years. So your marathon day is in four years time to get 50 grand. So you've got to reverse engineer and say, right, in four years time, I want to have 50 grand, which is going to enable me to buy a a house worth X. Um, And you can even have a conversation with a a mortgage broker, like ones that want to educate will actually reach out and say, you know what, this is what you need. This is the income you need. This is the deposit you need. And, And just set your sight on the longer game that we're playing instead of um, just thinking about next week and how much is in our savings account and becoming, I suppose, less enthused. So it just keeps you on track. It keeps you motivated knowing that you've got a four-year goal in this instance. Yeah. And just um, on that, I think we kind of, my point, my last point is similar to that. And I'll actually, John, while I'm talking here, if you want to write a bonus round, um, make something up. I, I kind of, you know, John says reverse engineering. I like having initial targets. And what I tell people to do is, and this is either talking to your parents and going, look, is a parental guarantee on the table here? You know, if it is, awesome. I think you've still got a responsibility to make sure your cash flow is clean in order to make sure you've got no consumer debt. Because I think it's a bit rich to ask your parents to cough up 50, 100 grand uh, as a guarantee on their property if you've got 30 grand in debt on freaking personal loans, credit cards, you're not managing your money well, like all that stuff needs to be hygiene. If a parental guarantee is on the table, start to have some discussions. If it's not, once we're debt free, we need a target, reverse engineer it John's way. Or if you're a hack like me, uh, what I would do is say, look, I think I want a two bedroom or three bedroom townhouse, you know, in this area here, I know that I can probably get one for $500,000. I need a initial target of 5% of that purchase price. Because once we get to 5%, that's when it's probably a good time to talk to a mortgage broker. Because, you know, and just for those who are a bit maths challenged, which is totally okay. I'm there as well. And that's why I pre-prepared this earlier. <laughs> so if you've got $500,000, we know 10% is $50,000. Half of that, 5% is $25,000. So I think it really helps John to go, look, 
there's no point in me talking with a mortgage broker right now because I can't get a parental guarantee. I've got no money. So, a broker's just going to say, get a deposit. Mm. Well, I just need a, some type of target. And for me personally, I tell people 5% of the purchase price, get to that point, then go and speak to a broker because they might be then able to say, okay, you're at 5%, just save another six or seven grand and we can absolutely get you into a property. Yeah. Or yeah. it could be, yeah, we can get you in tomorrow, bam. Yeah. So, I think it's really good. And then what you can do, you can break it down. You know, $25,000 divided by 24, two years that, then you make a challenge. Mm. Okay, I'm going to try and smash that and do it in 18 months. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Yeah. All right, so bonus round. Bonus round. Ding, um, ding, 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 ding. We should actually, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get Nath to play the countdown timer. Um, <laughs> we've got a minute. We've we? got a minute. I <laughs> <laughs> just right. love debating. Oh, I just love it. I love it. Turn it into it. a contest. I know. So basically what we're doing is I just had to change my countdown timer from 25 minutes to one minute because um, sometimes I do the 25-minute power nap in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, so we're going to do you've got one minute to go mm. and uh, your time starts now John okay so my bonus round is think strategically right so whether it's uh, getting a, a deposit down uh, asking for parents help parental guarantor etc whether it's helping with lending right so being strategic with the lenders out there and that's having obviously a good mortgage broker in your, in your hand uh, maybe it's a joint venture your first property doesn't need to be on your own. You can go and reach out to family and friends. Had this conversation with my nephew during the week about that. He's 20, 19, don't know what he is, but he's uh, wanting to get into property because his uncle loves it. So he's thinking strategically about how he can get in that sooner rather than later. And then the type of property that we buy, it doesn't need to be a home to live in. It can be an investment and it doesn't need to be a million dollars worth. It can be $200,000. So you can get into property a lot sooner than you think, ladies and gentlemen. Well, (laughs) time's up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was good. That was good. Happy with that. I love it. All right, I'm going to start the timer now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've just heard from John Pigeon. Uh, he's conflated the idea of uh, saving for a deposit and getting strategy, but hey, it's all part of it, right? <laughs> no, we're actually not debating. But uh, my bonus points and what I think I would encourage you to do is go through, if you've got a garage, if you're already renting or whatever, I want you to sell everything. I want you to get a deposit started straight away to give you encouragement sell if you haven't used it in two years and it's not a family heirloom it's going on gum tree i'm about to give away my uh kitchen aid because i haven't used it i bought it two years ago it's brand new i've never used it it's gone baby and then i want you to ask for a pay rise mm-hmm. put the work in ask for a bloody pay rise and then i want you to uh go to the link in the show notes buy my book it will encourage you but also <laughs> Buy one for a friend and then buy the book Atomic Habits with it. It'll change your life. Oh, that is outrageous. You <laughs> use part of that minute to flog your book again. Outrageous. Oh, But it's, um, it's a good book, John. Yeah, well, I'm sure it is because I contributed to it. Um, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. I said, can you proof this chapter for me? Yeah, and I basically transformed <laughs> the whole chapter for you. <laughs> yeah. I'll, send you a, I'll send you a royalty of $8. Thanks. Uh, yeah, that was good. So, look, the main thing is there's hope, mm. right? 
you get out there and just make it happen. But the, the small things are going to turn into big things. Just focus, have that motivation, have that goal, take all those points on board. There's eight of them. The, well, there's actually 10 of them there, yeah. isn't there? And uh, some of them were pretty similar, but in their roundabout way, they're all going to help you uh, get what you want. Mm. And then don't, don't forget to celebrate the wins. Mm. I would love to see in the Facebook group someone say, hey, everyone, I've just saved 50% of my first home yep. target. Yeah, You don't have to tell the amount or what all. Just wanted to celebrate with everyone mm. because we're here to encourage you. And then someone else is going to see that and be like, oh, I can do that too. Yeah, Celeb- celebrate the small wins. Love it. Mm. All right. All right, John. You've been John, I've been Glenn, everyone else, you've been real. See you guys soon. Yeah. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits, and pay respect to their elders, past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.